Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, I was outside trying to, you know how I am. I'm so ADHD. I can't sit still. I start going out to the garden so that I can water and do all the things out there. And then I'm like (laughs) telling the dogs, hurry up, hurry up. Rachel's waiting. (laughs) I am waiting. Well, I'm here. Anything exciting? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just a uh, countdown until our trip. Oh my God, I'm so freaking out. I was freaking out so bad last night, I had to take a Klonopin. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Is it? Yes. I'm like, here we go. I didn't think I'd be this freaked out. Not freaked out, just excited. It's like, I can't believe after all this time, it's finally just a few days away. In 10 days, we'll be on the airplane. Oh my God! Actually, you know what? The day that this episode releases is the day we leave. Oh, don't we have two more? episodes didn't you make me read another book yes but our book well wait now i feel like i need to look at the spotify just to double check because we had craving the alien vampire so that comes out on september 27th okay this episode comes out on october 4th and we're leaving yes and then the episode for the t.s joyce book comes out on october 11th i didn't know we were dropping things while we were on vacation you're so efficient well we're actually recording in advance which is really throwing us off because usually it's a mad scramble to record and release (laughs) in time so yeah it is Yeah, that's why we're having issues right now, figuring out what the hell's happening. I think this works out better because we will have episodes come out while we're gone. Because we're not going to want to read while we're out of town. So we can just actually take some of our hiatus time starting on October 18th. Okay, since you're the boss of me, I just do what you tell me. So yeah, so this episode actually releases the day that we take off for Scotland. So my God. God. Uh, Okay, I'm going to black out, so you may have to do this episode by yourself. If I don't reply to your questions and it's not the internet, it's just me blacking out. I mean, I do have a lot of questions because this is a fucking bizarre book. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you about this book. So let's do it. You found this book. I did. So I mentioned in the last episode that this was a book that I saw a reel done by from the Instagram account, the sequel nobody wanted. And because (laughs) they did a reel where they read this book and, you know, of course, it was hilarious what they did. So I was like, what the fuck is this? So then I looked it up and I was like, this is really bizarre, but it's also very short. And because we are trying to do a couple episodes in advance before we leave, we needed shorter books. And why not? 
yeah, we're really branching out. And so we recently had the episode where it was the motorcycle club contemporary romance style book. Which was why great. not do a book where one of the characters isn't even alive? It's just <laughs> an inanimate object. Yes. Let's. Today's book is Stuffed by Sylvia Morrow. Didn't she say at some point in the book when she's talking about herself that she's in college? The female main character or the author? No, the, the author. Oh, I don't know. In the beginning of the book, you mean? I did read that somewhere where oh. it's maybe it's the end of the book, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. So this is actually a living pillow romance. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's very different. But hey, who knew? So this is apparently a thing now where some authors are doing out there books like this. This is a pillow. Somebody mentioned on Facebook a door where the romantic interest was a door. I have heard the thing about the balloon animal. I don't know. But this is just kind of what's happening now. And I'm here for it because why the hell not? Well, you know, there's all different kinds of fetishes. People, maybe they're willing to be a little more open now after the furries came out of, you know, what people are into. It's not just your generic sex. And maybe this is something people are into and we're just uh, approaching that realization and going to be finding out about it. Okay, yeah. And this thing kind of fit with the female main character because of some of the issues she had or mm -hmm. some of the, con not really issues, but conditions, I guess. Phobias. Yes, thank you. So her name, is it Annie or Anne? I think it's Anne. Just Anne. Okay, she's going home from work and she's walking home and she's trying to avoid touching people. She's really going out of her way to not touch people because she's a germaphobe and she doesn't like people mm -hmm. touching her. She makes it almost all the way to her house when she ends up getting to her apartment and she runs into her landlord, this creepy guy named Jim. Jimmy. Yeah. So of course, when she gets home, she has to scrub herself off because Jimmy ended up bumping into her and touching her. Like, hey, there, little Annie, you got your rent or you're going to come make me come get it from you. She's constantly getting hit on by all of these creepy guys nearby. Well, there are a lot of creepy guys in the world. True. So she takes a shower and then she decides now she needs to Netflix and chill, but by herself, because of course she doesn't like to be around other people. And she says, or one of my highlights is, I'm admittedly a bit obsessed with anime, but I'm not worried about it. Everyone has a hobby. Plus it calms me down and I could really use some relaxation. She also talks about something called a fictional boyfriend on TV and something called fictophilia, what it's called when you're only attracted to fictional characters. And I'm like, oh, I need that on a t-shirt. That was my note. Get a t-shirt <laughs> with that on it. Okay, that's funny because this was my next highlight. She thinks, now I don't like real people. I really, really don't. And my note is <laughs> girl, same because I don't either. Yeah, well, same here. I was telling my neighbor across the street yesterday, we were talking about something and I said, well, I don't like people. That's why I don't go out. I go, I tell myself I need to go out more, but then I realize I don't like people. So what's the point of going out? So she hates germs and touching and she thinks sex is jam-packed with that and bodily fluids and it just really freaks her out. But because mm -hmm. of fictional characters, there's a whole other story there and she can handle that. And so that's why she's really into anime. Yeah. So as she's watching TV with these fictional characters, she's clutching her pillow between her legs and she calls it her favorite pillow. 
soft enough to lay my head on at night, but firm enough to do this naughty thing I like to do. I'm really glad that you highlighted that because I also highlighted that. And then my note is all capitals wait with about 45 exclamation points after it. What do you mean? Because she's doing something naughty with this pillow, but then she also uses it to sleep at night, but she's (laughs) afraid of germs. Well, that's funny because I made a highlight about that too. She uses this to pillow to get off. It says, I pull the pillow up against my head. It's slightly moist, but I don't care. And I just wrote, gross. I thought you were a germaphobe. I did that too. It says, I just flip it around. I'll change the case tomorrow. Right now I'm exhausted. That's disgusting. Well, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but you know, hopefully she takes a shower so that her hair doesn't have her bodily fluids all over it before she goes to work. I don't know. Maybe if this wasn't the pillow she rested her head on, I would feel differently a little bit, but this is actually the one she uses to sleep. Yeah. And she ends up saying, good night, my darling. And as she's falling asleep, she could swear that she hears a voice saying the same return. So this is some magic pillow. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Chapter two is titled, or captioned, I should say, Pillow. And it the first line is, oh, Anne, Anne, my darling, my wondrous Anne. And then my note is that I'm fucking dead because Pillow gets a point of view in the book. This I love I, it. I did not see this coming at all. I was I didn't thought either. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said Pillow's thinking he made use of me again tonight and it was glorious. Okay, so then we get a little bit of Pillow's backstory. Mm, and I loved this. It was really actually pretty inventive. It was very creative. Applause to the author. So Pillow thinks that he used to be, or it, I suppose, used to be a part of something that was alive once. Pillow used to be a phoenix. And the phoenix was a powerful and ancient creature known for its ability to regenerate. But that phoenix fell in love with a goose. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so tragedy basically befell the goose and the phoenix. And so now we just have one single phoenix feather mixed in with the goose feathers. The humans use that to stuff into the organic, free-range, all-natural goose feather pillows. And that is how my existence began. Yeah, so there's a little magic in that pillow. And pillow is ever so slowly building up more life, more mass, more energy, And he's doing it all for her. And he's starting with, if any bugs land on the pillow, he's able to suffer from them, which makes him stronger. Yes. And then later on, Anne makes a comment about like, oh, is that why there were so many dead flies in the (laughs) bed with me when I woke up every morning? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) I love the fact that this came so far out of left field. This author really has quite the imagination. Yes. So Pillow is using that fly energy and whatever little life force it can gather to remain perfect until it gets enough energy to become fully alive. I think it's the next day Anne goes to work again. She has another creepy interaction with one of her co-workers. He basically asks her out and she's not interested, but he won't take a hint. His name's Todd. So then she goes home again. And I think she drops something while she's walking home. Or maybe Todd just stole something from her. Who even fucking knows? In a bid to like figure out how to get into her apartment. Because she goes home that night and Todd ends up coming over. She dropped her purse in the office while he grabbed 
her arm. And I guess something fell out of her purse. Okay. And he uses that as an excuse. But all, also, as she's walking home, there's a group of teens like to harass her that hang on the corner where her apartment is. They start to grab her. One of them grabs her arm and is laughing. And she screams at him, don't, don't touch me. And of course, the guy's reaction is, damn, crazy bitch. Of course, it's the woman's fault, because how dare she not welcome his unsolicited touch. And she ends up running home and jumping in the shower. And she thinks, I fucking hate humans, which I've also thought many a times. So all that happened to her. And then to make matters worse, Todd shows up at her place. Mm -hmm. And this whole thing is told from Pillow's point of view, which is fucking hilarious. hilarious yes so he barges into the apartment even though she's trying to get him to leave and pillow can tell that she doesn't like it and he's scaring her of course todd goes into her bedroom and this mm-hmm. is what pillow thinks when todd's todd does that pillow thinks todd sits down on my bed my excitement builds come a little closer just a little closer <laughs> oh my god ah! he's of course making himself comfortable on the bed says he pats me the pillow to invite Mm -hmm. her over yes all capitals he touches me Mm -hmm. oh my gosh (laughs) so this pillow basically the pillow uses this life sucking force it has for the flies on todd he tries to lift his hand but can't i won't allow it and todd's like what the hell and he starts to suck the life out of him and starts screaming todd Todd and he ends up collapsing on the ground and when she looks at him he's a lot older much older I love this pillow thanks I didn't age him enough to kill him oh well he won't be hurting my Anne any longer. Yes. Pillow basically comes to Anne's rescue, but also freaks Anne out because she doesn't know what the fuck happened to him. And so the ambulance comes and takes him away. And then, of course, people at work somehow, probably Todd, found out yeah. this weird thing happened. So now people at work are looking at her even more weirdly i actually so then my next note is actually skipping a chapter in chapter six because pillow starts forming into the shape of a man yeah this was so interesting (laughs) go ahead oh my god so he starts coming into the shape of a man but then Anne ends up leaving work early because she is having that hard time at work with her co-workers and everything so she basically worked a half day and when she came home she interrupted him in his formation into yes. man shape and so he thinks how horrible it is that she's seeing him in such a condition his lower half is mostly formed he has feet legs hips even pants part of a face is formed on the topmost pillow a dent of a mouth and eyes but that's it the eyes are well formed sitting in the center of the topmost pillow turning towards Anne to watch her as her face drains of color oh dear i can imagine <laughs> having fully formed eyes rolling around in all that white space probably looks quite gruesome yeah but he can talk and he tells her don't be afraid please i won't harm you please forgive me for my appearance i shall fix it shortly and she's like oh okay then what she really kind of goes with the flow here but she does faint she does pass out so she maybe that's a sarcastic oh okay yes and then he explains to her you know i'm here just for you i'm made just for companionship for you and my whole life is here to serve you can i say something first because i thought this was helpful so she faints and he's like oh god i have to pick her up and he says i lift my Anne and i lay her on down on one of her 
inferior pillows. <laughs> that was funny. It was hilarious. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead. So he does all this explaining to her and she thinks either I'm going insane or I have some kind of pillow monster who is moving way too fast in the relationship department in my bedroom. Neither of those situations seem appealing. But he's exactly what she needs because he tells her I'm not made of flesh and blood. You can touch me and I'll never sweat. There's no germs. I'll never make you sick. It's really the perfect situation. And then this was interesting at some point when she kind of goes along with it she takes some of her markers i guess she like holds her markers up to the fabric of him and he's able to leach the ink from them because he is made of fabric and he's able to use that to color his almost hit skin his pillow cloth with so then he does get some color he's still made of fabric and he asks her you know who are you attracted to i can or what are you attracted to i can be anybody or anything and so she's obsessed with an anime person on television she's like well i I do kind of like this guy and so he can make himself in to look like this guy somewhat like the anime character but then he can literally do anything i can't remember what he says but her response is because he's been watching her as she's been doing things which is freaking her out because then she says you've watched the hentai oh no oh no 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 even the stuff with the tentacles yeah i don't Uh, know what hentai is hentai is like cartoon monsters but and that's what sex Yes, and because she's into anime, that's oh, why okay. she's been watching this hentai because she's into the fictional. That's but so as soon, funny. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious because, I mean, we have read like that Kraken book and stuff. So. <laughs> right. Yes. So funny. Oh my God. I got a Kraken. Now, I don't know if I ever showed it to you, but when I went on that trip to Newport Beach, I got a little Kraken necklace. Oh no, I haven't seen it. I'll show it to you. It's really okay. cute. So then she, they talk some more and he kind of becomes this anime character that she's really, really likes. And he tells her kind of how he's forming because he's sucking the life force out of things so she says you just brush up against someone you could take a little bit right she's like you only need a little more mojo meaning you'd only need a few people so if we just took from a handful of jerks it wouldn't be too much of a bad thing basically to help get him a little more formed (laughs) instead of doing this almost killing thing like he's did with Todd. She's like, well, you could just like brush up against people and like suck the life out of them as you touch them as you go. And hey, I might know a bunch of jerks that this would be perfect for. And of course she does. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they, they come up with his name. They decide to name him Ori. Yes, because I think she said it was French for pillow or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah. Then in chapter 12. Yes. She goes to kiss him and It's from his point of view, and it says, Our lips part slightly, and we meet in a soft kiss. After several quick, gentle kisses, she slips her tongue into my mouth, seeking mine. Okay, my note here is, I have questions. (laughs) I'm sure sure you do, because you are the question 
person. So he's a pillow, right? So he's all fabric. So she's basically making out with dry fabric. I don't know. It's all a fantasy. So he, she takes him to be, to touch those hooligans on the corner and drain some of their energy. He starts at one point to get skin, doesn't he? But oh no, in this chapter, it says he's flesh. He doesn't really have flesh. It's more like denim. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. There's a line in here where she's like, touch me, Ori. Touch me everywhere. And he's all gladly. And then it says, he grab, I grab my love under her thick rump. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What is that? I don't know. Is it a body uh, issue thing? Is it the, you know, big butts are in because of the Kardashians? I don't know. I don't know either. But what does he have for reference? How does he know it's thick? But whatever. Well, this whole thing is so weird where she ends up straddling him. It says, my laughter dies out when she straddles my thighs and runs her fingers along the waistband of my black undergarments. I'm forced to stop her hand once again, this time with a sigh. Says to her, we have to talk. Ori is like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah. He tells her we still need to complete my cock. So he's formed himself into this anime character that she loves, but he hasn't done anything. He's like a Ken doll down there, basically. He hasn't done anything down there. But he tells her, you know, what what size do you want? How thick do you want me? It's pretty funny. Yes. So then she basically says, let's start small and you can change as we go. I'm like, oh, I like it. She's really rolling with it here. My yeah, kind she of girl. Is. <laughs> mm-hmm. she goes to like do things with him and i was so confused because there was one line and then my note is is she trying to give this pillow a blow job do you remember that part no i was more freaked out about what he starts doing when they start to have sex oh okay so bef- i think it's right before that she takes him in my hand and she runs her tongue up his shaft and around the top of him. And I'm like, oh my God, she's trying to give him a blowjob, even though he's a pillow. Is he a pillow or is he being formed into a man? Uh, He's made out of fabrics. (laughs) 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 Oh God, yeah. He's in the shape of a man, but he's made out of cloth. Let's just say, what what were all those movies where those cars could turn into robots? He's a transformer. He is a transformer. Okay. Because the next chapter, that is from Anne's point of view, right? Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm just thinking I'd rather be with a transformer than a pillow. Hmm. Yes, that's. <laughs> I, I'll have to think about that. What's that um, Optimus Prime? I'd rather be with that than a fucking pillow, probably. I don't know. But when they start having this conversation, I, I just am dying. He says, don't deny me now, please. Be a naughty girl for once, my sweet Anne. And it says, she pulls me up by the ears to meet eye to eye. She barely focuses on the, my eyes. And she says, your face. Because I guess he went down on her. <laughs> down on her his face and his face got smushed 
Yes. And he's like, oh my, oh well, it appears I'll only need to fluff myself. So I actually have a highlight from right before that because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Okay. It's while he's doing that and he thinks she pulls me harder against her so hard that a normal man wouldn't be able to breathe. Thankfully, being mostly a pillow, I can last much longer without air. (laughs) We're in a whole new territory here, so we have to be open to things and just roll with it. And then uh, the next chapter is the one I really want to talk about. Because, okay, go, okay, go ahead. All right. So it's from Anne's part of view, point of view. And apparently we find out that Anne is a virgin because she thinks, I'm seriously about to lose my virginity to a living pillow. And as he penetrates her, he starts out smaller. And then she goes, okay, you can be bigger now. And deeper. And fuck, go harder. Then it's like, his command is one that must be met. I clutch around him in a silent scream. She ends up having an orgasm. And Ori says to her, you're not done, Anne. I remember the things you watch. So Ori basically loses his mind. Mm-hmm. And he says to her, I remember the things you watch. I remember the tentacles. And she's like, what? And she's <laughs> like, what does this whatever that is have to do with this and he's like it has to do with everything he starts kissing her all of a sudden he starts sprouting tentacles mm-hmm. not just one uh, i start with the second one where it slips alongside his cock stretching me i cry out in perfect agony and he says to her i will always give you everything you want even when you don't know you want it and then he has a third tentacle which goes up her ass <laughs> which totally freaks her out she starts to scream out i'm going to come I, I, I just cannot believe and he's or he says i'm about to come and she's like well then fill me up she's all ready for it and he's like you don't understand and he ends up pulling out she's waiting for him to come all over her and all of a sudden, she hears him gasp and say her name. She opens her eyes because something's tickling her stomach. And he's coming feathers. <laughs> and she's all white, fluffy things in the air are coming out of the end of his cock. They're everywhere. And there's a blissed out look on his face. My note from here is because he thinks, all that's inside me that would come out are feathers because he's explaining to her that's why that happened. My yeah. note is he's lucky the phoenix feather didn't come out. Oh, yeah. That's all I could think about. Yeah, and she, he's worried that she's going to be disgusted by him. And she's like, no, I, I loved it. But you're in charge sweeping up all this mess, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, he has to clean up after himself. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> All right, dude. I loved it. I'm like, good, make him do it. Oh, gosh. Okay, so then I think this might be the last chapter, chapter 16, Mm -hmm. when they go to the animal shelter. Yes. So they go to the animal shelter to pick out a pet because, of course, she's still gone during the day and he can't really leave the house. So they go to get a kitten. But, of Mm -hmm. course, he's holding the kitten and the kitten does what we call in my house baking biscuits when they do that eating thing. (laughs) The cat does that and the little claws go through his fabric and a little feather comes out of his arm. So then they freak out and they end up getting a goldfish instead. Yes. And And he loves to 
to sit and watch the goldfish. So they have the fish and he stays home all day. And then that creep of a landlord, Jimmy, comes back. He is kind of saying like, oh, like you're here now. What's with that goldfish tank? Now you got to pay a pet deposit. This, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. I think he comes into the apartment or something happens and Ori. Yes, he pushes himself into the apartment and starts looking around. He starts looking under her bed. Yeah, yeah. Landlords are not allowed to do this, but a lot of things happen in this book that are not fact. Well, I think right? this can happen in real life, too. I mean, there's a lot of weirdos out there. Oh, I'm sure livid. people do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely livid. And it says, I grab him by his thick, sweaty throat because he's under and he's like, I don't believe you will, James. I don't believe you'll bother me or my precious Anne ever again. And he begins to dr- to drain his life force out of him. Yes. And then he takes his body to the stairwell and chucks him at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Because he hasn't killed him, but he's drooling and he's a mess. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no. I got it. So this pillow is a psychotic murderer, basically. But by doing this, he starts to get real flesh. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh. And then Anne's he not out. gonna be. Yeah, he's like Anne's not gonna be happy. He doesn't want to get real flesh because Anne doesn't like actual people, and then he doesn't want Anne to know what he did to the landlord. And so I think part of his wrist becomes flesh. So he's like, I'm just gonna have to make sure she doesn't see that until enough of my energy drains away that it goes back to fabric. Yeah. So he's also sneaky and hiding things from her. So Anne comes home from work, and I think he offers to get dinner because this was my last highlight actually from the entire book. I think he's asking her about food because she says, oh, no, I'm good. I had some pizza at work for some dumb pizza party they threw as a bonus instead of actually giving us a raise. So I'm stuffed. And I Mm. highlighted that because this is a common thing that happens at my work where they Mm. give you pizza or they give you ice cream. I think this happens to everybody instead of actually fixing the working conditions or giving raises right and And it says he i loved the end of this because he just gets a little smile on his face and says actually i believe i'm the one that's stuffed that was pretty funny actually it was (laughs) funny yeah that was the book that was oh my gosh very interesting very interesting so tell me what you thought and how you rated it i think i would rate it a three actually because it was so clever Mm -hmm. and how it was done and yeah it was really weird but i knew it was going to be weird going into it right yeah there's a pillow on the cover of the book (laughs) yes (laughs) i think if my expectations are weird pillow romance i could be there Mm -hmm. whereas the other really weird book we read the playing with fire with the freaking dynamite eating unicorn oh my god yeah, not prepared that, for that at all. This I would probably give three because it was okay and it was really weird, but it wasn't like horrible. Yeah, I give this author, I think this was her first book and I swear I read this somewhere where she's in college. So I'm like, okay, this is some kid. That's why she's into this anime stuff and all of this. I would give the author, you know, four panties for creativity this was an amazing outside the box way of thinking and the things she came up with and i loved the phoenix feather that made it all make sense that there's a phoenix feather in this pillow that's why it's so different i also rated it three panties not wet panties because i'm not into pillows (laughs) so um (laughs) but i thought it was really good and i 
thought if people can get out of their own way and outside of their own box, the way they view sex, and just for the creativity alone, people should read this book. Mm-hmm. I applaud her. I agree. Yeah, it was pretty clever. Actually pretty well done considering what it was. I liked how it was the Phoenix. I never would have thought of that at all. Yeah, she's very creative. Yeah, so I think we're on the same page here with, with this one. Absolutely. So what are, are you reading anything else right now? Or what are you up to? Yeah, let me actually... I'm going to look up my books on Goodreads. But I do want to mention this app that I just started using that I really like the graphics that the app has. The app is Book... Mori, B-O-O-K-M-O-R-Y. The one downside to this is obviously Goodreads links with your Kindle because they're both owned by Amazon. So you can automatically update Goodreads as you read. This one doesn't do that, but that's okay. If you manually enter your books that you're reading, then you can um, have them on a list here. The thing I like about this app actually is that it has a calendar by month and it will automatically post a photo of the cover of the book you're reading on the days that you put down that you read it so it's good like visually Mm -hmm. to see what you read throughout the month so i had read um i think i told i think i mentioned last time taken by the horde king so i finished that oh what'd you think that was really good Mm -hmm. now i only have one book left in that series so okay i read that i read this pillow book then i read the next story the T.S. Joyce book we're doing next week for Mm -hmm. the episode and I also read because I like this author does co-writes with her husband and her book released on Friday well I guess it doesn't matter because this isn't this is coming out later but as soon as this book released I had to download it because I really Mm -hmm. like this author and her co-writes she does with her husband so the book is The Vampire Hunter and the Heiress Chronicles of Ghost is the series and the authors are sherry l tapscott and jake andrews that's a little more of the young adult side of things really heavy into the fantasy really nothing romantic i mean it is romantic but nothing smutty happens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but i do like those authors so i had to download that as soon as it came out yeah i apparently have been busy reading more than I thought because I was trying to look at my books while you were talking. Okay. So I I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I finished the second book, The Midnight Bride by Katie Wilde. That is the the Deadlands series she has out. Last night I finished Pretty Bride, which is book three in that series. I don't know if you've Okay, I haven't read that one yet, but I did read The Midnight Bride, and I liked it. Yeah, I I like her. I'm glad we found her as a new person. I also finished the T.S. Joyce book that we're going to be talking about later, and then I am reading book three still in the called Breaking It All. It's book three in the Hellfire Raiders. These books, I will say, they do stress me out because there's a lot of bad shit going down. There's not just fantasy. I I would say that Katie Wilde does not worry about roughing up her characters (laughs) a lot. And Mm -hmm. um, read the trigger warnings in this book for anybody, you know, read them before you start reading book because there's a lot of stuff going down and then what else 
am I doing? I'm leading. I'm listening to. Did you watch that submarine murder thing? No, not yet. Please watch it. Please watch it because you won't watch it. And I need you to watch it so we can talk about it. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm really into documentaries. So that's another thing that I'm into. I, I started watching this documentary about Hedy Lamar. I don't know if you even know who she is, but she was an incredibly beautiful woman that came over from Europe before, right before World War II when Hitler was just starting to come into his craziness. She fled to America and she is toted as the most beautiful woman. She came over in the 20s and she's like one of the most beautiful women that became an actor actress but besides her being an actress she was freaking brilliant she had a a very scientific mind i don't think that we don't learn about women that contributed to stuff in history just like we don't learn about black people that contribute you know what did they do or the native american people nobody gets credit it's like if they hadn't broken if they hadn't come up with this native american oh god now i'm like apache language oh so they the could code the code breakers, code breakers. It, yeah these people do not get the contribution or the recognition they should get for what they did or the squadron of African-American that even though there was all this bigotry and part of the United States, they were amazing pilots and how they contributed to the success of World War II. Hedy Lamarr was so brilliant. She would come up with all of these ideas. She was friends with Howard Hughes. She was friends with all these people. Howard Hughes ended up telling her, you can use my scientists anytime you want. She ended up, along with another guy, coming up with how to, because all the boats were being torpedoed by the Germans as they were trying to flee, and all these ships were being annihilated she's like there had to be a way to get the torpedoes on our part to sink these subs to save these ships so she ended up coming up with this guy some kind of way to change the frequency like a radio frequency in the torpedoes so that the germans could not blow them up before they hit the submarines and so she would she's amazing you have to watch this documentary they're saying even i haven't it, but they're saying that because of her, that's why we have the internet. Even okay. Google, there's some people from Google talking about her, about how brilliant she was. But her big thing was that nobody could see past her beauty. And back then, nobody looked at her brain. They only looked at her face. Typical. Yeah, I think it's really sad that these people don't get the recognition that they need or we don't learn about these people when we're taught history in high school or wherever. And we really should because there are people that made amazing contributions and have saved us in peril or in war. That's my Hmm. soapbox for today and I'll get off it now. Okay. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Yeah. So other than that, I've just, I started painting again, which I'm really happy about. I'm probably going to try to do that today october 11th episode is going to be a t.s joyce book to celebrate her and johnny getting married oh i know i can't wait to see their wedding pictures i'm so excited they're gonna be so beautiful together so they actually got married and so we picked a t.s joyce book to do as our last book before our hiatus starts 
So that book is How It's Supposed to Be, book one of the Oath of Bane series by T.S. Joyce. And you'll let me know when you want to record that, right? Yes. And then I think we probably won't do another episode until November 1st, maybe. Maybe we'll take, we'll have a two-week break and then we'll have an episode come out November 1st. All right. So all of our listeners, if we take a break, please come back when we're... (laughs) back and bring your friends yes and another thing i realized actually around the time we leave for scotland is the two-year anniversary of us doing the podcast is it really yeah oh wow let me check spotify but i think our first episode ever dropped on october 1st oh november 1st excuse me november 1st not october 1st well, when we're back and we drop our next one. But you know what? We have a lot going on. You especially have a lot going on. So if you don't get it done or we don't drop the last one, so be it. Don't stress yourself out any more than you're already stressed out. You have way too much happening. Did you pack even? Yes, I did pack one of my little packing oh, cubes just to try it and see if it would fit in that new carry-on luggage I bought just to try it. So I did do that. I need to pack my pants, but I need to also buy some more pants. I want to buy some more leggings. Yeah, so. I, I'm i bringing gloves and everything. I'm going to be covered from head to toe because I'm worried about ticks and I'm worried about this those bugs. Disgusting. I may not be moving to Scotland if I have to deal with those things. Won't be happening. They're just in the Highland I hear so. Okay. They should only bug us maybe if even for a couple days. But yeah so we're I think we're gonna skip October 18th, October 25th and then we should drop another episode November 1st. That'll give us a couple weeks to recover from the trip. We'll have time to read a new book and that'll be our two year anniversary November 1st. Not October Yeah, yes. Who'd have thought when this all started that we would still be doing this? I know. And if anybody wants to give us an anniversary gift, they could rate us on Spotify. That would be awesome. Super easy. Yeah, please do. All right. Well, I should probably get going so I could get some food for these freaking mutts and start editing all these episodes because we're actually ahead. I'm so excited for us. Yeah. Congratulations, you taskmaster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go eat and paint. All right. right, In a little bit. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.